All right, news roundup information overload hour 800 941. Sean, you want to be a part of the program? Um, listen, I want to tell you about an event that's happening, and then we're going to get to your calls here. Um, in June, there is an opportunity to celebrate incredible American heroes. And there's what's called, and, and I was told about this, the 49th reunion, which is going to be held in South Carolina. Um, and it's a national event with former POWs all across the country coming to re- reunite with each other. Now, 662 of them returned from Vietnam and only 401 of them are alive today. And this this year, they're expecting almost 100 of the surviving POWs to attend the reunion. The event may be one of the last two that they have the next year, being their 50th anniversary. But many are unable to travel. Many others aging out, as they call it, meaning it's just too much for them to make it. Uh, the event is is a private reunion and opportunities. Anyway, their plan is uh, basically historic. It's a panel discussion. And uh, uh, it was brought to my attention, and I just want to bring it to your attention. They have a website that they have put together. It's POWreunion.com. Pamela Vett is the 93rd Lieutenant Governor of the South Carolina, first female Republican Lieutenant Governor. Uh, Will Grimsley is with us, the Secretary of Vets Affairs for South Carolina. Prior to that, served a distinguished career in the U.S. Army, retiring as a Major General, multiple awards, Silver Star, Purple Heart, Brenda Stewart, founder and chair of the Vietnam uh, POW uh, Reunion Foundation. Uh, thank you all of us for uh, thank you all for being with us. Just real quick, Brenda, you're the founder. Tell us about the event and how people maybe could help you. Sure. So this is their private reunion. They've been having these reunions every year, um, East Coast or West Coast, and a lot of them come when they can. Um, but as they get to the point where they're literally aging out, I found out about it and wanted to host them. So our foundation is hosting the Vietnam POWs here in South Carolina. But as you said, it's a national event. Um, we're obviously looking for support. There's a lot of community engagement. There will be pieces that are historical, so we'll record it and have it available on our website. Um, but they can go to our website, POWreunion.com, and donate. Any contribution is appreciated. And we also have um, a, a challenge grant that was just announced earlier this week, starting today through April 30th. Any contributions that are made up to $100,000 will be matched. So no amount is too small and we really need to honor these heroes um for what they did and their sacrifices and and for coming back and being such productive um members of our military and our community going forward you know it's pretty amazing you know the torture a lot of people don't know the story i mean the these soldiers were beaten and tortured at a level that is incomprehensible to any human being that has a soul uh pamela you're the lieutenant governor of the great state of south carolina first female republican lieutenant governor congratulations to you uh and i appreciate the fact that you're supporting this event sean thank you so much for highlighting this event on your show you know in south carolina we're a proud military state and you're right we can never say thank you enough to our men and women who serve us and so we are so honored to be hosting this 49th anniversary of these POWs and as a state we're looking forward to welcoming them we're going to be rolling out the red carpet to them and the governor and I couldn't be um, more excited for June to come yeah and let's get your take Will uh, Grimsley is with us Secretary of Vets Affairs for South Carolina and and you had your own amazing service record including a Silver Star Purple Heart retiring as a Major General 
uh, your involvement is critical to this. Yes, sir. And I'm just so grateful for what Brenda Stewart and her team are bringing to this. We're proud to help serve as sort of an adjunct staff. My staff is help publicize, help do a lot of legwork. But, you know, when we look at how we want to emphasize the notion of pride in our veterans and, and veterans pride in themselves, this group of incredible men who, as you said, just endured so much, they are just such an example of resilience and strength for the nation. And now more than ever, we need this kind of example. South Carolina is just so proud to host them. And as a retired soldier, son of a Vietnam veteran, brother of a Vietnam veteran, uh, I couldn't be prouder to be uh, to be part of this. So we really appreciate this. Well, I'm glad to be able to point it out to people. I want uh, people to be aware of their website. It's uh, on the web. It's POWreunion.com. Learn more about the brave men and the event that they're planning for them. And by the way, they're looking for help and sponsorships. And, you know, you think of the torture and the terror and the horror of being a prisoner of war. It's awful. Um, and a charitable foundation there, 501c3, is going to do a matching grant challenge for $100,000 that they're trying to raise for this. So the foundation will match up to $100,000 of contribution through the end of April. Just ask yourself this question. If it was your relative, your loved one, that was a prisoner of war four years and tortured four years, uh, wouldn't you want to honor them? Whatever you can do to help. Uh, I, I applaud all of you for what you're doing. Pamela, thank you. Will, thank you. Brenda, thank you. And we're going to put it up on Hannity.com, and I hope many people can help support it. Thanks so much. Sean, thank, thank you, you so much. You bet. Thank you for what you're doing. 800-941-SEAN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I owe Linda an apology. I forgot to tell you this earlier in the show. I love I love segments that start like that. It's amazing. First we talk apology. about veterans, we go right into an apology. Because no, the Super Bowl is this Sunday. And, you know, last year we used to totally mock you and make fun of you because I would say, you know, you got to look at it that you fight every election like you're behind. And it's two minutes to go. No timeouts left. You're on your own 20. You got to march down the field uh, 80 yards, cross the plane, kick the extra point. And and that's how you win in politics. And you'd always say you never understood what that meant. And most people don't understand what I mean. And I'm like, yeah, they understand what I mean. You're the only one that doesn't understand what I mean. Do you know what cross the plane means now? So I, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Um, no, no, no. I, actually, I don't know what you're talking about still. You don't know what cross the plane means. You still don't. I have no, I have no idea. Right. Um, how many points do you get when you get a touchdown? You get six. Okay. Then what do you do? Then you have to kick a field goal. And how many points do you get for the field goal after the touchdown? One point. Wrong. No, that's right. No, you kick an extra point, but it's not called the field goal. Oh, crap. What's well, you it know called? What a you know what a field goal is? I guess not, because I thought it was when they kicked it again after they got the touchdown, no, and they have that one guy who's if, the kicker. That, that's if, say, you're fourth down, you didn't in, instead of going for the end zone and the touchdown, and you're 40 uh -huh. yards out, and you're not going to get in the end zone, you can uh -huh. kick a field goal and get three points. What's the thing that they do after they get the touchdown, then, and then they go and they kick it again? That's called the extra point. Oh, or that's all you it's can called? Get, and you can get two extra points uh -huh. if you... I think the how many yards out is it, Jason? What like three three it's yards? Two out, yards. Four, two yards. Okay. If you run it in, you get two mm -hmm. points, not one. A two point. Listen, I'm two very busy conversion. right now. You know, my my boyfriend's son. He he's on the defensive team. He's a cornerback. Defensive team. What is it? Defensive team of what? <laughs> he's, he plays defense. <laughs> 
for his team. So that's the uh, part of the game that I'm learning right now. That's what all right. So I will. So I was making fun of your food that you said you were going to break through and actually do normal Super Bowl food. I am. All right. So your contribution yes. is a dip for, I guess, buffalo wings, right? Buffalo chicken dip. All right. Buffalo chicken dip. By That's the way, right. Wings are expensive lately. I've been buying them. Yes, they are. I'm not oh going to tell gosh. you how much I paid for a pack of chicken. I, I paid like 15 bucks for a big pack Mine of chicken. Mine was 1989. I know. It's it was ridiculous. Insane. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's, I feel so bad for people. It's some people can't afford this. Anyway, no, they can't. And then, so, but you also were in charge of making for the younger kids cookies, or maybe yes. the older kids. I don't know. They're going to eat the and those All cookies kids. look really cool. They have. Thank you. By the way, what do you call those those white things on the cookies? <laughs> that's where the that's where the extra point goes. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. You I don't. don't know I don't know what they're called. You should I know? know? Yeah, you should I, know. It's the goal post. The goal post. Who's whispering in your ear? Who just <laughs> nobody? Told you that? Nobody. You're lying. You are I swear. Lying. No, your I voice swear. Goes up when you lie. You're no, lying. It's not true. It's I, right, I'm being what, honest. Put a picture of the cookies and mm-hmm. your dip up on, and you could even put the recipes up. Okay. You know who's playing in the Super Bowl this year, and everyone else shut up in there. Football players. You know what team playing in the Super Bowl? You're googling it as you speak. I, I, am, I have no idea who's it. playing. I have no idea. Cincinnati, no, not a clue. Los Angeles. All right, don't worry about it. Um, you know what? You're better off just hanging out with in the area where people are drinking heavily. I'll be honest with you. Here's what I'm very concerned about. Well, not concerned, but I'm interested in watching is since it's being held in communist California under Crazy Newsom and how the rules don't apply to him. And I'm sure none of the people in the VIP boxes will be adhering to it. But they're lifting the mask rule on the 15th in California. Not the 14th for Valentine's Day when everybody's going to be out for dinner. And mm-hmm. not the 13th for the Super Bowl. How mm-hmm. many people do you think are going to keep their masks on for the Super Bowl? Nobody. Just asking. Why should they? Because Exactly. Garcetti it's the dumbest thing in the world. If everybody in the stadium just holds their breath, they'll be fine. Exactly. That's going to work out really well. Just, just like, like Gavin Newsom. <laughs> I quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll hit the phones. 800-941-SEAN, our number. Listen, want to remind you about Blinds.com. Look, 2022, Blinds.com is celebrating you. That's right. Now, no store can beat their prices. And on top of their already low prices, they're adding up to 35% off site-wide, and it's happening right now. Custom window treatments are a minor home improvement, but it has a major impact. Blinds.com makes it simple, 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 easy, affordable. Upgrade one room, tackle the entire house. It's still simple. They have huge discounts on premium blind shade shutters, all backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. And with Blinds.com, they're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings, over 40,000 five-star our reviews uh whether you're do it your help or do it yourself or you let them handle the install start to finish you always get free professional design consultations anyway blinds.com they want to thank all of you by celebrating you with big savings in 2022 now just go to blinds.com right now save up to 35 percent off site-wide on top of their already low prices that's blinds.com For the analysis to help you make sense of it all, this is the Sean Hannity Show. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded.
to our busy phones. Let's get to some phones here. 800-941-SEAN on this Friday. Uh, all right. Oh, I don't want, I, I don't even have a prediction. Chad in Texas. Chad, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. What's going on? Hey, Sean. Uh, hey, Sean. Happy Friday to you. And uh, before I get into the Super Bowl talk, I haven't spoken to you since late last year, getting through the phone lines. And even though it's middle of February, Happy New Year to you and your awesome staff. Oh, um, thank you. I don't have a yes, sir. I don't have necessarily a score prediction, but I think the L.A. Rams are going to win. And there's this whole thing about rooting for Matt Stafford because he's from Dallas Highland Park, and I live in Fort Worth. But I'm, you know, I'm pulling for my Texan Maggie Von Miller. That's on the defensive side of the ball. So Linda Canole's on the defensive uh, the defensive. Uh, he's on the defense, the starting linebacker. But I'm really pulling for Cincinnati. I think there's kind of a the Cinderella type of uh, underdog because they had one 150 to one odds that started the season to get to get to and win the Super Bowl. And can you imagine putting a hundred dollar bet on 150 to one odds? That's that's a nice payday. So I'm going for Cincinnati because I've always liked them. Even on Cowboys. See, I have so many friends in Cincinnati, and I hate so many people out in California, (laughs) to be very honest. I actually think the Rams are the favorite. What's the latest line on this? Four points. They're favored by four. Uh, Yeah, they're favored by four. Four four and a half. All right, four and a half. Um, I'll tell you why I want Cincinnati. I, I just... Besides the fact I love Skyline Chili, I can't. You know, it always has to do with food and, yeah. and whatever city I happen to visit. Um, I just think Cincinnati needs it more, and I just have come to loathe California. I, and I know mm-hmm. that I shouldn't be. Uh, there shouldn't be politics and sports. I say it all the time, but for me, I just think I don't know. I love I love the people of Cincinnati. My buddy, if I went against the Bengals, Bob Billy. Billy Cunningham would rip my head off. I mean, I'd be the talk of LW for you know days on end. Uh, my buddy Sean Compton, he's he's a Cincinnati, Indianapolis guy. Um, I like the middle of the country. I just I, I just would like to see the heartland win it. Does that make sense? No, it, it makes uh, perfect sense. And a lot of people were saying that you know the LA Rams were kind of buying a Super Bowl. Everything they did to get Matt Stafford, who I, I, I think he's good. I think there's a lot of other quarterbacks that are better. Uh, they were just buying the Odell Beckham Jr. and then Von Miller. They traded pretty much. They don't have any good draft picks coming up in 2022 because they put it all on the line. I don't want to be hypocritical, but that was what Tampa Bay did in 2021 with Tom Brady. So you you give your you, you give your team the best opportunity available. And look at Cincinnati. All they got was Joe Burrow and then Jamar Chase, and they got a stingy defense. Sean, you know defense wins championships, and so they have a home field advantage, L.A. Rams are, are – you're not going, or are you getting a red-eye flight or an early morning flight like Jim Saki would say? <laughs> yeah. Going to it and coming back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, uh, I've been to Super Bowls. I'll be honest. And I'm, I used to make it my Christmas gift for my son in particular because he loves football. He's a big Dallas Cowboy fan. He was devastated yeah. this year. He was actually at the final game of the season. Um, wow. And he... Um, you know, but now he goes on his own if he wants to go. I, I, I just, I'd rather watch it at home. And then when at the end of the night, I just go to sleep. 
Um, I don't know. I've been there. It's exciting. You should, if you can afford it, do it once in your life. I did it a few times. I had a great time every time. It was very cool during the, was it last year or the year before when I did the Trump interview for the Super Bowl? That was a kind of cool experience. I purposely did not make it controversial because I didn't think anybody wanted any politics in the middle of the Super Bowl. So I kept that out of it, and and the president didn't want it either. He wanted it to be a big game. Um, I know Roger Goodell has a very he's, – he's got a thread and needle every single day on every issue. I don't envy the position that he's in. And um, I just want to – you know what I want? The last two weeks of football have been the most phenomenal football games, every one of them better than the next – and I just want to see a good game. And, I'm, and if we have that, then, then it'll be great. Anyway, my friend, thank you. 800-941-SEAN is a number. You want to be a part of the program. More your calls coming up. 800-941-SEAN as we continue. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. So Lester Holt, he's not exactly pushing Joe Biden in this interview. I mean, Joe's having a hard time remembering countries' names. And he's just so tired the whole time. I just, let me just play a few minutes of this. Just uninterrupted. And you ask yourself if the the 40-plus Republicans that want this guy to get a cognitive test are right to call for it. Listen. Back in July, you said inflation was going to be temporary. I think a lot of Americans are wondering what your definition of temporary is. Well, you're being a wise guy with me a little bit. Uh, I understand that's your job. What are your plans toward American citizens who are in Ukraine and might be there during an invasion? Uh, what scenarios would you put American troops to rescue and get Americans out? There's not. That's a world war. When Americans and Russia start shooting at one another, we're in a very different world than we've ever been in. Not even on behalf of simply evacuating Americans? No. How, how do you do that? How do you even find them? This is not like I'm hoping that if, in fact, he's foolish enough to go in, he's smart enough not to, in fact, do anything that would negatively impact on American citizens. Have you, have you told him that? Yes. You've, you've told him to, that, that you know, Americans would be a line that they can't cross? I didn't have to tell him that. Given the, the size of this buildup, has the inertia reached a point where it's inevitable that they have no choice but to invade? Well, look, I've spoken with Putin. I've spoken with every NATO leader. I've brought them together like I think they've never been as coordinated in modern history. NATO leaders about what to do if Putin moves. The question is, he knows, he has to know that if he does, the entire circumstance for Russia changes worldwide, changes overnight. The cost to Russia, both in terms of reputational cost and economic cost, would be profound. On the subject of American citizens, I have to draw your attention to that Army report, an investigative report that's come out about the lead up to the withdrawal from Afghanistan. It, it interviewed many military officials and officers who said the administration ignored the handwriting on the wall. Uh, another described trying to get folks in the embassy ready to evacuate, encountering uh, you know people who are in essentially in denial of of this situation. Does any of that ring true to you? No, no, that's not what I was told. That you were told that the U.S. administration officials were prepared; they knew it was time to get out. No. What I was told, no one told me that, look, there was no good time to get out. But if we had not gotten out, they acknowledged that we would have had to put a hell of a lot more troops back in. It wasn't just 2,000, 4,000. We would have to significantly increase the number of troops, and we were back in this, this war of attrition. 
and 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 there was no way we were ever going to unite Ukraine. I mean, excuse me, Iraq, Afghanistan. No way that was going to happen. And so this is a much wiser thing to do. I just want to clarify: Are you rejecting the conclusions or the the accounts that are in this army report? Yes, I am. So they're not not true. I'm rejecting them. When can Americans expect some relief from this soaring inflation? According to Nobel laureates, 14 of them that contacted me and a number of corporate leaders, it's ought to be able to start to taper off as we go through this year. In the meantime, I'm going to do everything in my power to deal with the big points that are, that are impacting most people in their homes. And what I've done is I've taken about four people and done the deep dive on the meeting, this thorough background checks. <coughs> and to see uh, if there's anything in the background that would make them not qualified. Is it important that you believe they'll get a vote from the Republican side? Well, I, I think we'll, whomever I think will get a vote from the Republican side for the following reason. I'm not looking to make an ideological choice here. I'm looking for someone to replace Judge Breyer with the same kind of capacity Judge Breyer had with an open mind who understands the Constitution, interprets it in a way that is consistent with the mainstream interpretation of the Constitution. I mean, I, if this continues its precipitous decline, he cannot remain president. I don't see how it's possible. Now, usually conditions like this are degenerative. Talk to more doctors and they all tell me the same thing. I've talked to more brain surgeons, specifically the surgeries that he had on his two frontal lobes in the 80s and the way they used to do those surgeries, uh, you know, but based on today's technology and knowledge and science and sophistication uh, is is light years advanced from the time that it happened to him. But anybody that says they don't see it, they're just outright lying. And then the people that are covering it up, one day they will have to answer for this. One day. I promise you that's going to happen. Not wishing it. I'm not wishing anybody ill. Frankly, if uh, ask yourself a question. Let, let's go back to the Republican ad that they made after the disastrous press conference of Joe Biden. And then I have a question on the other side of it. Listen to this. The political coverage. The, that, look. Some of the political players and some of the. Uh, let me ask a rhetorical question. No, anyway. Okay, we've got a problem. It's the most important job in the world. The guy's totally checked out. Here's the question. Now, if you saw that in the. Per well, the person you hire, maybe you're hiring an older person to take care of your kids, and you begin to see that person have moments like that, would you feel comfortable allowing that person to drive your children, let's say, to and from school or to and from some activity? Would you feel comfortable? Linda, would you? You have a young, what, a six-year-old boy. I do indeed. I mean, I don't. I don't feel comfortable at all. No. Jason? Would you feel comfortable letting that person drive your child? Oh, hell no. And I don't even have kids. Heck, I don't even like kids, for God's sakes. <laughs> you don't even. But see, wait, here's where I disagree with you, Sean. And I know that you and I have gone back and forth on this a few times. You seem to think that he was present at one point and that this is some sort of, 
you know, uh, decline. I, I feel like this is just him and he's just older. You know, for 47 years in office, he did absolutely nothing. No, I, I don't. I, let me tell now you. Now he just sounds like a person who did nothing, never, and he's and he has no, absolutely nothing to talk about. Now he does have lucid moments, and which, by the way, is when? also characteristic occasionally. And I mean, the only time but, he's lucid is when he's angry. No, but you're missing the point. I can show you tapes. Go back and look at the tape of him debating Paul Ryan back in the day. Go back to 2012. Go back to 2016. Go back to 2008, 2012. Go back to when he left office. When Donald Trump became president um, and look at him last year versus this year, the beginning of last year versus the beginning of this year. And I don't disagree you, with you. He's aging quickly before our eyes. But no, my point is, is a, a precipitous cognitive, cognitive decline. decline. I know That's you what say it that. Is. But when I look at him for all the 40 years he's been in office. The man could never put a sentence together. That's why he stole other people's words. That's why he's a plagiarist. I just feel in my heart that this just is somebody who's really not that bright, and he's just getting old. Honestly, that's what I think. Okay. Uh, let's get to our phones. John is in western New York. John apparently is a farmer. I've been saying farmers, packers, truckers, medical professionals. They were the heroes of of the pandemic and that makes you one john what do you farm uh my brother and i farm here in uh, just west of rochester we farm corn and soybeans right now wow how's it going um other than supply issues uh quite well uh commodity prices at the cbot are quite high right now but our issue is with availability of inputs uh, fertilizer is hard to get, and if you can get it, you're going to pay astronomical prices for it. So, by the uh, way, we've had other farmers say the same thing. Um, if you can't get it, what do you do instead? Uh, you don't plant. You can't do. You you cannot run your farm without it. No, I, I can't do it. I mean, uh, yeah, I could cut way back, but then you're going to cut into your yield which cuts into your profitability, and it's just uh, supply chain issues, uh, inflation, uh, the pandemic. It's all, it's, and it's not just affecting the farmers. It's affecting the equipment dealers, the fertilizer dealers, the seed dealers, uh, truckers, everybody. It's just ridiculous that uh, you cannot, uh, chemicals, you can't buy Roundup, cannot buy it. Well, unavailable. I'll tell you what's going to happen. We don't get this straightened out fast. And 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 for example, on the truckers, if I'm Trudeau, it's an easy call for me. I would have once this thing took hold the way it did. I would have gotten on an airplane, gotten in a car. I would have gone to the convoy. I would have sat with them and listened, and then I would have changed policy and say, okay, you know what, you guys are in your trucks. Uh, you're in there alone. I understand. I don't agree with it. This is my position. But at the end of the day, you're too important to the supply chain in this country. And uh, we, we will adjust our policy. That's what I would do. And I, and now they're talking about what? They're going to send in the army and, and run these guys over and take their trucks and put them in jail and, and fine them 100 grand and take away their licenses. What a bunch of jackasses. How do you do that to the heroes that that kept us alive, including people like you, John, that kept uh, food in our stomach. Well, you can't do it. It's idiotic. 
It's just ridiculous. Uh, Corn is like my favorite, by the way. I love corn, but I don't eat it. It's not part of my diet because it's it's too sweet. It's got too much sugar in it. Well, uh, you wouldn't eat our corn. (laughs) (laughs) So this is corn for the pigs, huh? Is that what you're telling me? No, it goes to the ethanol plant. Oh, okay. That's well. That's listen. That's good. That's okay. I'm I'm fine with ethanol. Uh, all right, my friend. God bless you. I'm, I hope I hope things turn around for you. Uh, Colleen, Pennsylvania. What's up, Colleen? How are you? I'm calling about those taxpayer-funded smart smoking, safe smoking kits for drug addicts. Um, even without there being a crack pipe in the kit, I really have an issue. I don't with believe them. They're lying to us. It was originally yeah. included. Well, yeah, right, that they all of a sudden said no. But even without it in there, the taxpayer dollars being used in this way is just ridiculous. Um, I have a daughter who's had juvenile diabetes since she was three. She's 18 now. So through all these years, I've paid insurance premiums and out-of-pocket costs for those exact supplies that they're putting in the kits, the syringes, the sharps containers, the alcohol wipes. Um, and I can think of a lot of ways that $30 million could be used to save lives of children with type, two, type 1 diabetes or anybody with diabetes, the adults with type 2 diabetes. Well, first, I'm sorry about your daughter. Diabetes, I mean, the good news is we know how to successfully control it. And we have more sophisticated technology through science than ever before. Um, and she can live a normal, healthy life like everybody else i know that that much about it uh but you do make a great point you've been paying the the co-pays and you've been paying for the syringes or whatever else you have to pay for that your insurance may not cover and meanwhile uh we're not lifting a finger to help people like you and your daughter who have a, a real sickness a real illness not not caused by anything that any decision she's made look i'm just in principle when I run into homeless people in New York in the streets all the time, and if I determine that person is really sober, not on drugs or alcohol, and I, I will question them, and that they really want to buy food, and I usually don't have time to, all right, I'll, I'll go in and buy you a sandwich. I don't have time. I'm always in a rush. So, But if I determine in a minute that that person is likely to use the money for food or, or maybe for something to keep them warm, whatever, I will give the money. If I determine that they're high or they're going to get high, then I get a penny for me. I'm not I'm not helping in that way. Um, I, I would like to help people. But if we're going to spend any money, they ought to get counseling because addiction is only going to end one way. You're going to die from your addiction. That's how it ends. If you don't stop. Uh, anyway, God bless you, Colleen. Appreciate you being with us. 800-941-SEAN. Hey, if you're like me, well, I used to suffer from insomnia. If you do suffer from insomnia, then you need all things my pillow, And that means all things MyPillow.com. The great news, all of these products help me fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer. Uh, the great news is, is you have helped build MyPillow.com into this incredible company. And guess what? There are millions of Americans now that get a better night's sleep because of them. I've told you about the Giza Dream Sheets. I've rave, rave about those, the most comfortable sheets you'll ever sleep on. Anyway, right now they're offering the lowest price ever on Giza Dream Sheets. It's 60% off, $39.99, just by using the promo code Hannity on the Sean Hannity Square when you go to MyPillow.com. 
It's that simple. In other words, your Giza Dream Sheets will arrive or the other deep discounts at the Sean Hannity Square. Those products arrive and the sleep that you want desperately, need desperately, crave, desire and deserve will be yours. MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. to silence Hannity. Don't let it happen. Make the commitment now. Three hours every day at 3 p.m. This is the Sean Hannity Show. U.S. Tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel, we are watching. Apparently, the Biden administration thinks that uh, Russia invading Ukraine is imminent. Uh, 32,000 Americans that it will be abandoned by Joe there. He even admitted it in that interview with Lester Holt. Anyway, we'll watch that tonight. Uh, now, the will Joe Biden and Justin Trudeau create a, a physical contact uh, and altercation with these truckers? Are they going to are they going to send the military in to arrest them, take their rigs, take their licenses, destroy their lives? We're going to watch that closely. Anyway, loaded up tonight. Nine Eastern. Uh, Janine Pirro, Clay Travis, Ari Fleischer, Jason Chaffetz, Sarah Carter is at uh, is in Ottawa. Uh, Greg uh, Jarrett, Alan Dershowitz. And, you know, that dad that got pulled from the school board meeting. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, too. Nine Eastern tonight on Hannity. I hope you have a great Super Bowl weekend. Thank you for making this show possible. We'll see you tonight back here Monday.